welcome to The Parent Pod, a happy place to find out all about pregnancy and the start of parenthood from the information-packed babycentre.co.uk. Hello, I'm Lucy. And I'm Claire. And we're here with a podcast for every week of your pregnancy, full of really useful takeaway information, candid admissions from our own experiences, having both had two children, and top advice from experts. We won't leave you holding the baby either. This podcast series takes you right up to when your new baby is 12 weeks old. Fourteen weeks, second trimester time. Second trimester, baby. We are nailing it. (laughs) A lot of parents feel a real sense of relief at this stage, don't they? You're through the first trimester when the risk of miscarriage is highest and things are starting to feel a bit easier, aren't they? Yes, we'll hear more about what's going on for you in a moment. But before we do, let's catch up with what's going on with baby. Bring on part one. What's happening for baby? Your baby this week is the size of... Wait for it. A lemon. Yay. Well, I mean, that's pretty substantial, actually. (laughs) Yeah, it is, isn't it? From crown to rump, your baby or your little lemon is about 8.7 centimetres and weighs around 43 grams. And your baby's getting hairy, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Fine hair called lanugo is starting to appear on her head and body. It's thought that the lanugo helps to regulate temperature. Yeah, and don't worry, it will start to fall out around four weeks before she's due. Although sometimes you can still see traces of it when they're born and you might have a little bit of a hairier baby. Yeah, and this is the week of funny faces. Impulses darting through your baby's brain mean her facial muscles are getting a workout. Her tiny features rapidly form one expression after another from squints and frowns to grimaces. She's also beginning to make slow eye movements under those closed eyelids. Wow, the development at this stage is just incredible, isn't it? It really is. Let's hear what's happening for you. What's happening for you? I think the headline news this week is that the symptoms you may have been suffering from in the first trimester... The nausea and tiredness. Yeah, they're probably starting to ease off and hopefully you're feeling a bit brighter and livelier this week. Well, more than you did in your first three months. At last. Although they won't go for everyone. I was a late developer on this one and felt rubbish until about 20 weeks. Oh, that's not good news, Claire. Morning sickness does usually disappear around now, meaning you can finally put the early symptoms of pregnancy behind you. Second trimester, we love you. We do. Your sleep more soundly in the second trimester than you did in the first your womb is moving up into your belly relieving pressure on your bladder and resulting in fewer trips to the loo oh good news that's good and your pregnancy hormones are also stabilizing so your breast should be feeling less tender now it also blows my mind that your organs have to start moving now to accommodate your womb and did you know that you may have the occasional nosebleed in your oh, second really? trimester? Yeah. It's due to pregnancy hormones making your blood vessels weaker and your increased blood supply putting pressure on them. Oh, it sounds like a twofold attack. I know, a bit scientific. But the lining of your nose dries out and your blood vessels are likely to break, causing a nosebleed. Hmm. Apparently, you can stop your nose drying out by drinking plenty of water and applying petroleum jelly to the inside of your nostrils. Oh, nothing like <laughs> lubing your nostrils there. I know. I know. <laughs> Always a good look. Yeah. Lucy, what are we asking this week? Okay, this week we're asking, I'm desperate to find out the gender. What can I do? Hmm, there are loads of old wives' tales out there, aren't there? There really are. Nub theory, skull theory, Ramsey theory. They're all really popular chats among baby centre parents to be in the community, but they're all just for fun. There's no evidence behind them. Okay, so come on, what are we meant to be able to tell? Well, old wives' tales say that girls' heartbeats are supposed to sound like galloping horses when the midwife listens in, and boys' heartbeats are supposed to sound like trains. But I have to say, I would say this is true for me, and my children, I've got a girl and a boy, did sound like that. Really? So there was like, (laughs) (laughs) choo-choo! 
Well, I don't know. But yeah, it kind of was like that. And the galloping horse, what did that sound like? <laughs> um, not sure. <laughs> oh, great, Claire. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly how my, my daughter's heartbeat sounded. <laughs> and they say if you're expecting a boy, your bump is more of a ball, a bit more of a beach ball. But if you're expecting a girl, then you just put on weight everywhere. Although I, I didn't have two girls. <laughs> <laughs> I just put on weight everywhere both exactly. times. The gender real baby can be the subject of like just constant speculation, isn't it? Oh, constantly. It's one reason to find out the scan, the gender, just to put an end to it all. But yeah. um, stop guessing. Yes. <laughs> I have people, I'm having a boy. I have people claiming with absolute certainty what I was having just by looking at me. Yeah, me too. And I'd be thinking in my head, you know, the odds are like 50-50. So if you're right, then I really don't think I'm going to be like saying, oh, you're the wise baby predictor person. <laughs> but yeah, perhaps we'll take all the predictions with like this giant pinch of salt really yeah definitely i mean even with the scan it's a little too early to tell the baby's gender at this stage you should be able to find out at your 20 week scan although some hospitals won't be able to tell you as it's part of their policy so you might want to check beforehand what do you expect this week so at this stage particularly once you start to feel a bit better in yourself it can be a good time to start thinking about how you're going to get yourself ready for labor so it might be breathing techniques or yoga hypnobirthing maybe okay yeah it's good to start now because then you've got plenty of time to practice haven't you yeah and there's loads of choice so it's important to find something that really suits you yeah i love that feeling of doing a a bit of a class because i liked just having that time that space for me doing something away from work away from jobs just focusing on having a baby yeah yeah it's a really good time and headspace so antenatal yoga and hypnobirthing are two things that you can try. Um, yeah. Lucy, I know we're going to cover hypnobirthing in week 29, but you did both, didn't you? So yeah. do you want to give us a little bit of a lowdown? Oh, yeah. I mean, I personally, I loved all this. I get enough of it, could you? <laughs> I recommend looking into it. We'll go into more detail, as you say, Claire, in a later podcast. But in a nutshell, hypnobirthing uses techniques to help you stay calm and in control. So I suppose, how's it work? You kind of rephrase how you think about the process and the pain, letting you view it in a more positive way. So it helps you relax and it gets you into a good position. I listen to hypnobirthing sessions and they tell you that your body is made to give birth. So it says that you're prepared and that you're able to do it. So things like, you are made to give birth. You are strong. You can do this. (laughs) I can see you lying on the bed. I know. It sounds really funny. But even if you aren't convinced, give it a go because actually it was just a really nice way of lying down on my bed and listening to a really calming session for 20 minutes. And you did yoga too, didn't you? Yeah, I was a complete yoga convert in pregnancy. Namaste, Claire. Did you carry it on afterwards? or? I did baby yoga. Yeah, I did postnatal on baby oh, right. yoga. Yeah, it was good. I loved all the moves. I thought they were brilliant. And I made some great friends. So even oh. if you're just there for the for the lol the social just for the social (laughs) i think the best thing about the yoga and hypnobirthing for me was it to be honest it just made me mentally prepared for labor i wasn't scared i felt like i'd had all the kind of the prep talk going to the classes and just kind of making me think i can do this i'm in control feeling that I can take on whatever labour is going to bring. Yeah, no, it's a great so thing. Really, it was a real positive for me. I think not that long ago, everyone thought that pregnancy was a time for gentle exercise and, and large swimming costumes. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but some women are looking for something more energetic, aren't they? And if you're used to working out, like keeping in great shape, getting a rush of endorphins, then yeah. you don't have to give that up for pregnancy. No, absolutely not. All that hard work gone to pot. I think there are classes both online and offline now that meet the need among those that really want to just stay in in the shape that they were already in. I mean, coming from somebody who probably wasn't doing a triathlon, (laughs) you know, during pregnancy, I have to be honest. But we know that 
you shouldn't start a new higher intensity fitness plan in pregnancy and no. hence why I didn't bother but if you're already doing it and you want to really <laughs> maintain that fitness then it's now considered okay to do things like running and even lifting weights I've heard of mum runs I mean I thought it was just diarrhea <laughs> but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah you get bumps and burpees prenatal fitness classes and of course there's like personal trainers that can work with you throughout each trimester if you're still really keen on keeping fit there's plenty of information about exercising on the baby center website too fantastic remember you are pregnant so do listen to your body yeah that rounds things up for another week as always please remember that the podcast don't replace medical advice and you should always speak to your own doctor or midwife if you have any concerns we hope you stay well stay healthy and we'll see you next time for 15 weeks bye 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 Thanks so much for listening to The Parent Pod. If you'd like more expert advice and information, chat to others at your stage of pregnancy or get emails tailored to you and your baby. Download the Baby Centre app now or visit babycentre.co.uk. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Just search for Baby Centre UK. All the info we cover in each episode is linked in our show notes. If you loved our podcast and found it useful, please rate and review The Parent Pod wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to share it with your partner and friends.